All right, Anchor is recording. Now I'm going to kick off live on Facebook. All right, and that's coming up right now. It's being slow. Is it going? I don't know if it's going. This is always fun. This is always the fun part, and it's going. Good morning, medics. Charles McFall here. And I just want to touch base. I know it's been a minute. Since I've done the podcast or the broadcast on Facebook, done anything live. And uh, good morning. How you doing? Hope you're good. Things are weird. Yeah, we get it. I know. <laughs> it's tough out there. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about essential versus non-essential and attitudes. And But first, before I really dive into anything I want to discuss, I'm seeing too much. I feel like I'm seeing, not for me and Matt specifically, to be honest. To be truthful, uh, in the EMS postings, for the most part, you know, I'm seeing people doing their jobs, right? Uh, taking you know, pictures of, you know, fun pictures. Like I saw Ronnie Davis the other day, you know, with the glove, you know, rooster glove on his head. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know why my my stupid videos is, one, so zoomed in and grainy, but two, blinking. But I, 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 Facebook's changing things. I got to fix Facebook and, and worry about that. I just wanted to fire this up. Anyway, I'm seeing positivity. It's some positivity definitely, definitely in the medical field and, um, you know, lack of complaints. Uh, how you doing? I hope you're good. I hope, uh, hope your families are good. I hope that your mental health is good because I know we, I know this is a time of stress. And whether we know about washing our hands, right, as ENTs, we know about uh, cleaning the ambulance. Mentally, we just don't know enough about uh, COVID. It's, and I don't think we're as worried about ourselves as we are about our family members. Hey, Frank. Frank says, hey, guys, y'all, uh, you stay safe down there. We're getting our asses kicked up here. Uh, uh, I am. I mean, I'm in the bunker. <laughs> I'm in the bunker right now. The school is shut down. Uh, I am back on a truck some. I'm working on an emergency truck. And, yeah, you know, Lysol, the truck, you know, hand sanitizer, washing my hands, washing my face. See, that's the thing. Every time I wash my hands, I then wash my face as well, right? If I do sanitizer, I'll do my face as well because we touch our faces. And, and, and you know, go, I, it's not an emergency. So, you know, I'm doing dialysis patients who are at risk. So, you know, being as careful as I can with them, clean uniforms, um, you know, taking them just from one environment to the other. Uh, uh, we, 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 we try to be safe and try to help those that we're helping. Um, I've had a few friends get quarantined. You know, uh, I don't know if they actually ended up testing positive. I don't know if they ended up having uh, any symptoms or, or full-blown, full you know, COVID. Um, but yeah, uh, I think everybody's doing what they can do. And Nathan says, can I get my stimulus and I'll be really positive. And South Georgia is really getting nailed, especially in Albany. I did read that, Nathan. I read that Albany was um, was uh, uh, per capita, you know, on par with New York City. You know, as per like one case per thousand um, type of deal, they, they were on the same ratio as New York City. And that's just getting overwhelmed with ventilation. And that's that's something I need to do a little bit more research about with 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 COVID. Is everybody's like, "What's well, the flu? It's the flu. It's the flu." Sure, that's what I've heard. That's some what I've read. And for me, being a normal, healthy human being, 
it probably will just be like the flu if I get it. It's a contagion of it. But the flu, yeah, people die every year when the flu hits, uh, mostly going without treatment, in my opinion, mostly letting it go untreated. It turns into something else, either the fever spikes or the autoimmunes already happening, those kind of things, or it turns into pneumonia, those kind of things. But we don't hear of, of hospitals being overrun with ventilators. You're running out of ventilators. That is not something that is normal, and that is something that's happening right now, um, especially in the smaller towns like Albany. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, the world the world is in a weird place. I was in, I was in Walton ER the other day and commented, because uh, they have the big security screens up over the ER desk, right? And I'm like, would you look at that? And the, the waiting room's empty. The waiting room was slap empty, but the ER was full. You know, there was, there was every, just about every room in that ER had a body in it. And if I had asked, I imagine upstairs, you know, in, in that hospital was full. Uh, I had, I have a friend in the ICU, like he works in the ICU. I could have texted him. I didn't think about it. Um, and, and, uh, and, and seeing, seeing what the capacity was and what's going on there. Um, that's the thing. So, so not everything's not as it would seem. Uh, you know, like like okay, you walk in. Let's say you're a citizen. You walk into the ER, going the ERs are empty. It was. It was. It was empty. There was like one person walking around in the ER on the waiting room side because people are sheltering in place. They're not coming. Let's be real. There's a scale of what goes to the ER from super serious we're gonna die down to everything's fine man why is this why can i change my video settings because it's killing me man i don't like it it's not working right no i can't it's not letting me change the video settings ah uh, it's bugging me so i'm never gonna do something different because this this is bugging me um now noah says the waiting room in walton is always empty now, I, I don't know i don't go up to walton that much uh i'm, I'm around there more now but I imagined most waiting rooms are typically full. Um, but yeah, it ranges from, you know, I'm going to die, truly die to, you know, true story from years ago when my wife worked in the ER as a secretary. What's the chief complaint? What are you here for? I have Medicaid. Okay, that's an insurance. What are you here? Why do you need to see the doctor? I have Medicaid. That's that's the, the bottom end on it. Um <sighs> Uh, and Frank is saying we're also running one-to-one trucks, one EMT to one paramedic, which is not normal here because we have many providers out. Uh, and that's in the tri-state area, New Jersey, New York. Um, I forget what the third state is there. Uh, I know as soon as you tell me, I'll know, but I, I'm blanking. Overall, I think the world's adapting. I, the medical world at least is adapting. Um, I know that, that, uh, it, the state's making way for medical workers to to get more involved. Uh, if I were still lapsed as a paramedic, theoretically, I could get my medic license temporarily back now and help work. Uh, but I've I got my active advanced. And, and to be honest, well, I probably still could bump up the paramedic for a little bit. I don't feel comfortable. I, I don't feel safe. Not because of the diseases, but because of my lack of practice. I haven't been in practice in so long. And while I know a lot of it comes back to you, there's a lot of new stuff and a lot of weird, I, I just, I think it's a detriment if I were to do that. But I am trying to do my part and get in there. 
and and do those transfers. Because one, those people still need help. Dialysis patients will die without dialysis. And two, it helps you guys out with running 911 calls and, and taking care of the world that's on fire. I'll take care of the ones that 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 need the easy peasy help and free you up to spend more time doing that. But I'm glad to see some positivity. I'm glad to see while it's tough. Um, and honestly, Nathan, I, I'm worried about that stimulus. I'm going to hold on to it because my hours have gotten cut, right? But like everybody else's, just just standard. My hours have gotten cut, and and um, you know my my Sunday gig has, has shrunk because it was a meeting together thing that I had to broadcast. That's not being do- done right now. Any opportunity to do karaoke or trivia is gone right now. Um, so so my streams have kind of tightened tightened up which is also another reason why i got back on the ambulance but uh um yeah be safe be smart with your money this too shall pass the new world is coming and the the i know i sound like a southern baptist preacher a little bit but no i mean seriously i uh, what what about run times though right i've got to imagine your run times on those ambulances are cut maybe not literally in half but because the traffic's not there right I remember the first week I was still going to to, to the school when I think Atlanta had already had a shelter in place and, and the state had already been encouraging people to stay home as best as possible and only go out to work. If, you know, telling jobs, only working them there if, if they can. Uh, restaurants were automatically starting to, to opt into, like Chick-fil-A opted into pickup only, drive through only, you know, kind of things. And other restaurants had already started opting into delivery and, and pickup curbside. This kind of thing. So, but it's still optional. And listen, I'm going to work, going driving to the school, and I'm listening to the traffic report. And it's basically like, yeah, we ain't got nothing. We're good. Next. And the other person's like, yeah, no, we're good too. Everything's flowing. Next. Yep. You know what? You want to get to work and get there in five minutes today. The traffic reports are 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 back to 1980s, 1990s level, man, where there's tractor trailers in a line on the slow slope lane. And a few other cars in the fast lane. And it's crazy. And it's good. It's better that way. As far as I'm concerned, with ambulances trying to get from wherever you're posted to that 911 call. However, I I don't live that far from an ambulance station, two EMS. I'm kind of in between two EMS stations. And I hear them run a lot more now. I hear those sirens go a lot more now. Um, so I, I don't know what the call volume is doing, but I gotta imagine your call run times are good that they're they're low um oh yeah i want to talk about essential versus non-essential because uh, i don't just talk about ems here yeah I, I do try to reach the, the general world that watches us and, and touches on us and while i personally have not seen or heard paramedics nurses emts anybody in our field complaining about being essential because we are this is what we do when nobody else can go out, when nobody else can can be exposed, we go and expose ourselves all the time. Okay, that sounded dirtier than I meant, and you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, uh, we don't go around flashing people, or at least we don't get caught doing it. But uh, <laughs> um, we get out into the world, and we probably are exposed to things all the time. And you know, I do hope that mentally you're okay, because like if I'm out in the world, and and I don't mind getting exposed. I'm watching. I'm doing everything I can. That's all you can do is do everything that you can. You wear a mask if that's what they're recommending. 
wash your hands, wash your face, be clean. Um, I don't know if it sticks to clothing. And that's the other thing. That's where I don't know. I know surfaces like tables, it, it can live on. Well, technically, clothing's a surface, a type of surface. I don't know. You know, how does that work? And I figured if they had tested clothing and said, oh, no, it's really bad, they'd have been like, burn everything <laughs> and don't go out. Um, but uh, uh, I would worry about bringing it to my children. I would worry about taking it to, you know, uh, an elderly patient. You get called, you get a standard 911 call to a, a nursing home, right? You know, the whole they woke up in heart, cardiac arrest this morning. Well, you got to focus on them and they're, they, you know, odds are they're not going to make that. You're not going to survive that cardiac arrest, but there's other people in the nursing home. So I hope everybody's doing okay. And for those out there who are, who are complaining about being essential versus non-essential, there's some of us who sit at home, not sure where our paycheck's going to come from. Now, me personally, I always make my way. I always land on my feet. I always have. Yeah, I've had to file bankruptcy in the past. Yeah, I've had to have consequences to decisions that I have made. But I always land on my feet and make my way. So I'm not sitting here going to worry about me personally. I mean, I worry about the school. I worry about Tom. I worry about the students. I worry, you know, concern. I think about, I guess. Um, there's small ambulance companies that aren't going to survive this. Uh, there's there's a lot of things in this world. Like I saw an article the other day about AMC movie theaters that if this goes into early to mid summer and they can't be open, that they will never recover. Like they're gone. AMC's done. Is that a good or bad thing? That's open for debate. That is open for debate. When you're operating on a five billion dollar deficit, I believe is what the number was in the article at the end of last quarter, financial quarter, one little thing will kill you. And this is that thing as a business but as far as essential versus non-essential at least your job is keeping the doors open and at least you have a paycheck that you do not have to worry about yes you have to worry about a little bit being out in the world yes you probably have to worry a little bit more about being clean than i do working from my home but you know where your paycheck's coming from and until your business says otherwise you're fairly you're fairly okay with the money. So just keep that in mind that there are so many people, the restaurant business, the bartenders, the waitresses, nothing. There's no way they're essential as far as going out and doing things. They're not getting paid. So that's part of that unemployment. And yeah, they boosted unemployment for now. And yeah, there's a stimulus check coming, but how long is that going to last? And where's that money going to come from? It's not like the government saves money. This is all made up stuff. So, um thank you for the article bc dodge uh but yeah um I, I will look at that thanks for that information um if you're essential be grateful that you're getting paid now yeah some places like kroger a grocery store if if, if it's not a chain in your area uh kroger grocery stores uh nursing homes some places are offering bonuses to work because just like us in the field we need the economy to keep going this is an economic virus yes there is a bit of a death rate and i say a bit because you could argue all day long about this death rate's worse or blah 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 or this and that and the other and human life is valuable 
but the exponential spread of it and the economic um just talking about uh essential versus non-essential ruth and oh yeah i guess i didn't put any kind of title or, or comment on this i just hit live didn't i um just talking about ems hoping you're staying safe and you're being clean and getting some feedback from some of my people out in the field on run times and everything else but talking to those who aren't in the field but still are essential i'm tired of seeing the complaints about being essential there's so many people I'm 50-50. I can work from home, and I am, but my hours are cut. But there's so many people who cannot work from home. Their job just doesn't do that, and they got to worry about a paycheck. And there's only so far the, the government can make up imaginary money, you know, boosting unemployment pay, boosting, you know, uh, getting those stimulus checks, those kind of things. There's only so much you can do. Hello, Barbara. Nice to see you this morning. Um. So, yeah, be grateful. If you're essential, find the positive. I've been trying to find the positive in everything in all of this. And the positive so far is I'm grateful that I think the world is going to change and more people are going to be able to do their jobs from home and do them well, do them better even, which brings down traffic congestion. It brings down a lot of other things, but that's the number one thing. It brings down that traffic congestion. And... I, if I were essential, I'd be, well, I am. I've got my essential letter. I can go, I'm on the ambulance, you know, part-time through the month. I have my essential letter for that. But I'm grateful that I could pick up an ambulance job and fill in some of the gaps and and not be 100% on one stream, right? You know, um, and if you're not essential, have faith. There is some money coming. The government is going to give you some money. Unemployment is there. And hopefully soon we'll know more about everything and you can get back to work, have hope and be creative, be productive, work on that thing. You've been wanting to work on forever. Start, start uh, your side business, your side hustle as you've done. Um, you know, if you've always wanted to get into gaming and streaming, now's the time to do it. If you've wanted to, to focus on your artwork, you never had time. Now's the time to do that. Keep your mind occupied. Um, and that's worked out. I've got four kids and a wife, and we're all in this small house together. And they're doing homes with their own spring break this week. And really, spring breaks just for the teachers and, and whatnot. I think it's it's kind of a it is a break for them just to kind of breathe and not do much. But I think also it's it's a well, what's the rest of the school year going to look like? Because they've already canceled physical school until next year, but there's still school that has to do. Um, and, uh, MAAS is offering ten percent hazard increase. Um. And that's good. That's good, Matthew, that a company's offering that. When I hear somebody say, why aren't we getting it? Because this is our job. We're not going into something we didn't expect. We're not being all of a sudden sent over to Iraq to be shot at. I don't know. I just randomly picked that. You know, so we're not sent somewhere to be actively put in the line of fire. So for them, the offer is good. For the companies to say, if you need to quarantine for two weeks, we'll pay you is great. But that's us. That is us. That's what we do. Somebody working at Kroger who goes every other day, there's no way I'm going to die if I go to work or get sick. You know, that's not their line of work. Their line of work is let's put some toilet paper on the shelves, right? So there's where that's where incentives matter. Barbara says the positive is being grateful uh, and believe in science that scientists and doctors find a way to kill this virus. Vaccines and treatments have been discovered in the past, deadly ones. Um, uh, and there's, it's to see more, but. Uh, it's a lot there. Um, Sherry says, I want to say thank you to all the EMS. Thank you for all you do. 
to keep us safe. And and thank you, Sherry, for saying that. Uh, and I'm passing it on to them. I'm not even going to take it for myself. You know, thank you for saying that for them. For those who are in the field, 12 hours, you know, 15 hours a day or 24 hours spent on your shift. Those who are, are running calls all the time, uh, police officers, to firefighters, all the public safety, all nursing. And, and this is where I do have respect for the diocese clinics and the nursing homes. I have issues with nursing homes. I'm not going to get into it here right now because it's not appropriate now. But there's still people who have to be extra careful because they work in the, the if they bring it in, deadly zone type of deal. Like, they're not going to be that hard. The worker's not going to be that hard by it. But who they bring it to, it could be very detrimental. Um, I'd encourage everybody to look up. And if this was a uh, if this was a lie, I bought into it, and by, it made me feel better. I believe the, the doctor's name is Doctor Brilliant. Like I'm brilliant. I think it's Doctor Brilliant, and he, he he was the 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 guy who helped eradicate. If I read this right, he helped eradicate smallpox. He helped fight eradicate Ebola. Not eradicate, but you know, vaccinate against Ebola. He is definitely one of the consultants that helped write and and drive the movie called contagion which we're kind of living through right now is kind of close to what what's going on right now and in 2006 or 7 he had a ted talk about and he, he's a epidemiologist i think i don't remember who virologist whoever fights these pandemics pandemicist i don't know what he is but in 2006 and 7 he he did a ted talk where he talked about there will be a pandemic there will be a novel virus and he talked about what would happen and not everything he said has come true, but it's it. But the world has actually responded faster than than what his model had predicted or what he predicted. Um, but the interview currently, like it was like last week, two weeks ago, the interview with him was very good if you can find it. And he's talking about uh, all of that, and he's talking about um, the golden ring that most experts and he personally agrees that eighteen months from the start, which could have been November, December, because we know China hid everything, right? Uh, 18 months from the start, roughly, of scientists knowing about it and working on it, doctors working on it, that that's where you get to that golden point of enough people have had it and built up immunities to it, and there's a virus that that now it's just another thing. Now it's just, yeah, we have outbreaks of smallpox in areas that aren't vaccinated. Uh, yes, you'll have a case of Ebola pop up, but it's not the same as shutting down our borders when it first started hitting the U.S. in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, we had an outbreak. Uh, you know, SARS, those kind of things. These things that are things that we've dealt with. It just takes time. So find what you can do uh, to work together. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get more information soon because it's not just it's not just the social distancing. It's not just being around people because we need human interaction. It's understanding that oh, if I do this, it'll spread more. But if I do this something different that's easy to do do we know there's there's rebels and there's idiots and there's people who just don't want to bother i mean i, I almost made the joke the other day and this is where i'm going to wrap it up i almost made the joke the other day uh as in a, a public bathroom and of course i had on the wall the, the employee washing your hands sign it literally said in this particular sign <laughs> for your health and the health of others always wash your hands when and it went down the list that employees have to have you know the government requires for employees in the bathrooms and i went the prophecies on been on the wall all along if we've ignored it um because nobody likes to wash their hands it's just dumb but hopefully hopefully we'll wake up as a society and the society that comes and rebuilds after all this because not everything's going to live 
I don't mean people. Yes, there are going to be physical deaths, and that's what Dr. Brilliant talked about, is, yeah, there's going to be um, a significant number of deaths, not uh, a crippling number, not a huge number, and all human life is valuable, but there's going to be a significant number of deaths, but the economy, th- that's really where the concern is, is the economic death. And not, like I said before, with uh, AMC theaters, not everybody's going to make it through. They might make it through, they might not. But no matter what happens, if AMC movie theaters makes it through as a company, they're going to have to change everything about how they do things. You know, it's not going to be, oh, Marvel movie comes out and everybody goes there. It's, it's we're entering a new world where people are going, no, I'd rather have that movie on demand, you know. Um, and we can't operate at a $5 billion loss and think nothing bad is going to happen. That's our society's got to change that. So I, I feel bad for those who lose their jobs. I feel bad for those who lose their businesses. My heart goes out to you if that happens. But we shall rebuild. And you built a business once. If it goes under, uh, there's restaurants. There's too many small family-owned restaurants that I've seen. It does break my heart. It does. When they're like, we will not survive this. We're shut down permanently. You know, they just put that on our doors. And it, it does break my heart. But Hopefully, maybe if your path is to be back in that restaurant business, you can start in a new way, in a new form, and come out better on the other side. But I want to end the way I started with thank you all for being out there in the field. I really, truly hope that your mental health is good, that that you're running the calls that are that are helping people, that there's less stress out there because there's less traffic, and that you're not worried about bringing something home to your family. I hope that you sleep well at night and that the companies that you work for are doing the best they can to make you feel like they're doing the best they can for you. I don't know when I'll be back up. I don't know when I'll talk more about this. Honestly, one of the reasons I haven't done videos in a while is I, I, I not in the field. I'm wanting, I, I want to give you a word of encouragement. Maybe I'll do more of that. Maybe that's just enough, but I, I don't know where you are and what you're doing right now how things are for you um because now's not the time to talk ems politics now's not the time to talk about how we should change the industry now's the time just to come together and do what we can do so i'll be around you might see me in the streets if you see me if you see me in the streets on the ambulance or you see me in a hospital somewhere say hi you know you know say you watch the show uh, definitely you know wave at me or something let me know um and uh yeah I'll try to, especially if this is helping out, I'll try to come and do more, do more for you. But I'll be back sometime soon. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for what you do.